everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shams and Gossip. I'm Carlin here with Stephanie. Hey guys. And today we have Sania with us again. Hello to my two favorite girls. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. It's nice to be back. So much has happened. So much drama. So many things to talk about. So excited to be here. Love the drama. You know, we love it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So much drama. And I feel like we're getting some really quality shows right now. Thank God. We were worried with the COVID that we were like going to miss out. Remember, we were the last time I, well, one of the last times I was on, we were talking about like Potomac got delayed. Atlanta's not filming. Like we were really worried. But I think that all things happened the way that they needed to. We've got such good housewife, like, content from every single city that's on right now it's so good yes um okay so what are we drinking today Sania what are you drinking since you since you just caught me pulling my glass up I'm actually just drinking Charles Shaw from Trader Joe's I feel like I I knew it (laughs) but when it's Thursday Day, it's kind of like this is what you do you get a little saucy with some tjs and enjoy yourself a little red wine blend i love it and then i have mom napa brut rose oh i love mom right it was at um walmart today i was at walmart and i was like oh let's get a bottle and i was like huh kind of like fancy for walmart i feel like right I love mom. I, know. I like mom too. It's a good one for the like, not super expensive price point, but not super cheap. Right. <laughs> not Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I love Charles Schwab as well. Yes. So good. Oh my gosh. So wait, I have to tell a funny story because this has to do with um, bubbles. So I was with um, a client like dress shopping last Friday and she found her dress and they were like oh we're gonna give you champagne and they gave everyone a glass of champagne and like it was like it was sweet and all the like the mom and like the girls were like oh this is really good and in my head I was like I know exactly what this is and which scared me a little bit because as soon as they asked they were like oh like what is it and she was like, oh, it's Verdi. I knew it. I was going to, I was going right. to interrupt you and say Verdi, but I'm working on not interrupting people. So <laughs> yes, she was like, it's Verdi. And I was like, oh my God. They were like, oh, it's so good. I was like, oh yeah, I used to drink this in college. And one of the girls was like, really? Like, <laughs> uh, sweetie, it's like $4 at Publix. And they've upped the price since we were in college because it was in the twos. It was in the twos. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Inflation was a bitch for Verdi. <laughs> but I was like, I know this taste. I know this taste. But there Which- aren't as many bubbles either. No, there aren't. There aren't a lot of bubbles and it's just like like sugar water. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought that was really funny. That I you drink that I- almost a whole bottle of it just to like feel anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If that, like, I feel like we wouldn't even feel anything. We would just, like, pretend to. Right. (laughs) Oh, man. Good time. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, sorry. Now we can go into the top five. (laughs) Wait, Um, Stephanie, did you say what you were drinking? 
Uh, yeah, I'm drinking a White Claw. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Delicious and nutritious. Uh, mango. He's drinking mango. a White Claw. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's easy. Love it. <laughs> um, okay, so my uh, top five for this week for us. It's also kind of around a story. So there, um, it hasn't been announced, Ooh. but through all of the like uh, grapevines, we've heard that there's rumors that in early April, they're going to be filming a Real Housewives spinoff show. That is, some people have called it an all-stars, but I also saw that it's not all-stars because they're not having someone from every season because a lot of the se- some shows are filming right now. So it's just yeah. whoever's not filming, they're going to have like two women from each show of those shows. Hmm. So I've heard that uh, we can talk about it more later. But I want to know what five housewives would you want to see be filmed on a trip together, which I think we've done this before, but now that it's actually happening, we can talk about it again. I think it, ours was like stuck on an island or something. Yeah, so they're supposedly going to be in Mexico. They're going to film for like a week hmm. and it's going to be like a spinoff. It's going to be, I believe, on Peacock. Nice. So what five housewives would you want to see on this vacation spinoff? I think I have Peacock now. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Well, Bravo and Peacock have such an interesting partnership. I mean, there are some other housewife shows that are also going to start taping and be exclusive to Peacock. Oh, that's right. And right. while I'm writing down and thinking of my fifth person, I also saw Andy tweeted yesterday auditions for some like dating show that oh. will also be on Peacock. Like really? I think the way it was pitched was, I don't know the specific word. I wish I remembered. Um, and I'll get lost in the Twitter webs if I try to find it. But he was basically like, do you like to date with no strings attached? <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. Yes. So good thing you have Peacock. I don't, but I'm sure we'll hear all about it through social media. I can share my login, I'm sure. Ah, uh, loving Okay, it. wait, question. Do we know if for this, they are current, like, current housewives or are they pulling- the rumors are current so i'll just i'll show you i'll share the who i who is rumored to be the cast mm-hmm. it's rumored that it's melissa Teresa, lisa renna kyle richards kenya cynthia hmm. ramona and sonia oh god and allegedly about half of them have signed on but they know that the women will only come from New Jersey, Beverly Hills, Atlanta, and New York. Which is but weird. our for our game, it can be from any franchise. Okay. So, like that's what they're doing, they believe. The reason that um so Potomac is filming oh. and Salt Lake is also filming. Oh, good. Interesting. For that. There's no mention of OC. Oh, oh, well, haven't you seen the rumors that apparently all these people are fired? But yeah, I think- Kelly Dodd said it's not true. But again, she's not a reliable source. <laughs> not reliable anything. Right. But yeah, yeah, that is, there's rumors that there was a massive firing of Orange County housewives. I believe the rumor was Bronwyn, Kelly, Emily, 
and the new girl, Elizabeth Vargas. Mm, that's right. Um, okay, yeah. I think she should have never been on the show to begin with. Let's be honest. Yeah, Elizabeth? totally agree. Yeah. They oh, wasted yeah. so much film and so many episodes dedicated to her crazy ass life. And like, I, I, some, okay, some new housewives come in and they're like, great. And it's like, I'm invested right away and I want to know about them. Some come in and I don't want to know anything about them. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't care. Right. Yeah. And I didn't care about her. And I had been following her on, her on Instagram and already decided I didn't like her before she ever made an appearance on TV. <laughs> so oh God, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, okay. I can go first. I have Portia because she has become my favorite. Um, I have Giselle, Erica Jane, Jen Shaw, and Sonia. <laughs> okay, so I have two of wow. your five. What a, I am like shocked by Jen Shaw. I am too. I'm like not even considering her a part of the next season, to be honest with you. I, she definitely will be. She is the allegedly they're all back. Yeah. I here's the thing, and we can talk about this when we get to the reunion. I don't mind Jet. I mean, I definitely here's the thing. This is what I think is gonna happen. I think second season, she I think based off of when her husband was on, it seemed to me that he was like, I need you to rein this shit in. Like to me, that was the vibe that I got. That he was like, I was he was very embarrassed of how she looked on television now whether or not she cares that'll I think that'll show in season two if because you know people always tweak themselves after seeing them season one then season two they either turn it up a notch or they kind of you know kind of figure out their character ish <laughs> we'll see though I don't I know have thoughts let's save that yeah, let's save it I have some <laughs> thoughts um, okay, so my top five, I pulled Nini back into the mix. Well, only because the other people that I have on my list, I think she would blend very well with, and she wouldn't be so much as an adversary. She would just be fun with them. Okay, so yeah. I feel like her and Portia always have a good time. Add Giselle to the mix of that, and that is just like yeah. I could see them having so much fun. Um, we definitely need to get Dorinda up in the mix. Clip. Okay. I could see them like eating Pringles and clipping on a couch wherever this location is going to be. Oh, Pringles. Um, I added Deandra. Mm. I think she's a great villain. And we definitely did not see her villainous ways until she didn't have somebody else to hide behind who was already just so extra interesting okay we'll come back to that um so i have a lot um, three names that have already been said so portia sonia and giselle uh the first two because they like to have fun and i think that they will interact and have fun with pretty much anybody yeah giselle is messy and i love her so she will be giving us all the tea in her confessional and she will be calling them on shit and not calling herself and then i have heather from real housewives of salt lake city Hmm. and then i have Teresa as my villain 
<laughs> because Teresa is the best villain. I she, mean, and so, she's dumb as bricks. She is, and that's the thing. It's crazy. Uh, we could. We'll we'll go back. We'll go. Back. But that's that's my five. I love it. No, we can go in now. Teresa is so messy. So messy. I almost think she needs to be like sanitized. Like she needs the cleansing moment. She just. I also. I I think she does. Unpopular opinion. I think that people forget. Like I think that people forget that she has always been like that, right? Like I forgot if it was on Watch What Happens Live. There was some. There was some conversation. And I think it was Watch What Happens Live. And um, somebody was like, oh my God, like Teresa's being so messy. I never thought that she was messy like that. And they were like, mm, what she's always you- been messy. And then they were, yeah. but there's levels. All the footage of her like flipping the table, like uh, everything. I think it's bad that in this particular case this season she has no there's no evidence there's no backstory it just sounds like her throwing out like a ridiculous statement I think she needed like it needed she needed to have heard it from somebody for real and maybe she did and she just doesn't want to reveal it or there needs to be some sort of evidence yeah it feels messier but like she also no like it's gonna be a great season right it's gonna be great I love the fact that she's like I mean, you heard it, right? You you definitely heard it. I mean, I don't remember who told me. I can't remember who told me. Like, what? My favorite was I'm not I'm not spreading a rumor. I heard a rumor. No, but what told everybody? What she did was the whole. You know how I forget everything. Like I forget stuff sometimes with the eye roll, which is like if you observe the housewives as much as I do, you know all of their. You know, their facial expressions and you know, when they're lying. And that was like when the eyes roll in the back of the head and she can't see straight and the hands go up. I'm like, Teresa, you are lying. And yet she's always been messy. That's what makes her a great housewife for New Jersey. But at what point do you find a new way to mess yourself? That's kind of how I feel about Kenya as well. Like I'm done. I'm I'm over this level of this kind of messy. Do yeah. something that's a little bit more productive. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'd like to see Teresa being the businesswoman and a mother. Like, let's use that storyline and create some drama around that. You're mm-hmm. and you're, you know, Jackie is not a freshman rookie on the show anymore. I don't like Jackie though. He's, oh, but I do. His former number one fan. <laughs> right. I saw the photo when she was like pregnant with the last kid at the book signing. I like Jackie because I think she can hold her own and she's not, I, afraid, not afraid to speak her mind. And she's yeah. also not afraid to apologize. And I think that's what takes a real housewife. Yes, I understand. But something about her rubs me the wrong way. I don't yeah. know what it is. So I agree with both of you. Like I like Jackie. I also think she's really, really thirsty trying to play like she's not. And yeah. that's the part about it that I'm like, I just wish that she wouldn't have been so like, like acting like last season like she didn't want to be a housewife she never watched the show like all that stuff like just own that you wanted to be part of it like right there's nothing part of it. Her and like I don't believe you because you came back this season like ready to go yeah I mean, coming for Teresa too hello but I yeah I loved in her confessional when she was like you know, everyone's had a bad year. Teresa's had a bad decade. And I was just like, fat. Yes. 
true, true hard facts, but <laughs> yeah, she also had a good decade though. Yeah. I mean, I mean listen, yeah, she her- went to jail and she got a divorce from her terrible husband, but I think that her decade probably would have been bad with or without the show. The show probably made it less bad. I think that the, that the she's gone through in her personal life is what's allowed her bravo liberty life to be what it is. And yeah. she knew that too. She knew there was a crossroad after the first season where it was like, I'm either going to just go all in on this yeah. and have this be my storyline and my angle so that I can use the benefit of it to get myself out of this situation. Otherwise, she would be in Italy with Joe. Let's be honest. Selling um, sex toys. Which is like, come on now, Judice. For real? You go from wine and like construction to sex toys. Candy Burris already has that market on lock, okay? On lock. I'm going to leave from the bedroom, Candy, to go buy the Judice. Also, like, I don't think they're branded for him, like, in any way. But, like, I would never buy a sex toy from him. Ew. He could for all we know. He could be like a silent investor of a company. Do you right. know what I, mean? I think it's more like that, but, um, but still wait. So what do you guys think about the analogy of throwing out that Gia, uh, Gia does Coke in the bathroom. So I, I understand that it was an analogy, but I also think, first of all, like, you know how Teresa is with her family and her children. So like she could have easily used like a Joe rumor. She could have used any other person, but her children. And I think that that, like, I don't, I don't think that like in her mind, she was like, oh, she's just using it. She's just making it as an example. Like, I think as soon as Teresa heard it, she was like, are you fucking making up rumors about my child? Like, I don't think that even like, Teresa's not smart enough to understand analogies first and foremost. And I think Jackie is smart enough to know that. I think it was a terrible choice. I think she could have, she might, might as well had been better off saying that I heard you cheated on Joe. Right. That would have been a better. Said that though, didn't she? Yeah. Bring, that's true. She did, but she could have dug deeper in. I mean, why are you going to bring G in it? G's got nothing right. With it, she is trying so hard to probably escape this madness in some regard. That, like, I, it must be really hard to be a Bravo kid in public, yeah. It, it affects your livelihood, yeah. Well, and especially with all the people that went onto Gia's page and was like, uh, uh, like, took it as being facts, right? Like, yes, it might have been meant as like an example. And I got that she wasn't saying it was like a real thing, but not all viewers got that. And Teresa didn't get that. And she should have, if she was going to use the Coke analogy, just say, I heard you do Coke in the bathroom. Right. Like Lisa Rinna style. Right. Right. What people doing Coke in your bathroom? (laughs) But I also don't think that the comparison of like doing Coke in the bathroom is the same necessarily as like cheating. Right. I mean, yes, they're both bad, but like. I don't know. No, one's worse. Cheating is worse than doing cocaine. Yeah. One's worse than marriage. But so, yeah. And then, but did you see where some people were like saying how like, don't come for Gia, like don't come for the kids. But a few weeks ago, everybody was okay coming for Brooks Marks. There's such a double standard. The difference I think is that Brooks is like an actual adult, right? Isn't he like 21 at this point and Gia is not 21? 
he's 19. Because didn't they, oh. didn't, um, didn't. They're both adult, like, like they're both Bravo children, but they're yeah. adult children. Right. Didn't cra- the Crappens guys say that they were like, they keep calling Brooks a child and he's not a child. Like yeah. he's an, I mean. I mean, you're an adult who chose to take off college to be on the show. Listen, I'm going to be quite honest. I think until you get off of your parents' insurance or they don't claim you as an independent or like if they don't claim you as a dependent on their child, you are still a child. Literally, mentally, you are still a child because you are not dealing with things that require you to be an adult. That's how I think about it. Like, I, I feel like until you turn 21 or 25, do not fuck with my kids or the idea of fucking with somebody's kids. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they really don't know right from wrong. Come on. How many negative with overdraft bank accounts did we have in our twenties? Like we're not adults. <laughs> no, Mm-mm. I'm still not an adult. Yeah. No, not an adult no. yet. Same. Um, but I will say in this, the second episode, Gia is like the most adult person on any Bravo show. Oh, he is more episode yet, but what did she do she, her mom calls her from like the trip and was just like like going over it with her and Gia was just super calm and was like okay yeah mom what she said wasn't cool what you said wasn't cool like what both of you said wasn't cool so maybe you just need to like talk about it and like apologize for it and like it was just super like very adult like if someone had been alleging that about me on TV, I would not have been that calm. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the kids have been because didn't that happen? Did that happen in the OC with maybe Jolie? And like Jolie was like maybe when she was younger. I don't know. I can't remember. It Sometimes was- the kids are really adult and give good advice to the yeah. parents, and you're like, wow, who was the parent? And yeah. then sometimes the kids are just as messy. Well, yeah. Vicky, Vicky. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Hairball. Vicky Gumbelson's daughter, Brianna. Oh. She was She's always, always the, voice the voice of reason. Of reason. Yeah. Yes, always. Yep. She tried so hard. Yeah. Especially with Tamara. Yeah. Yeah, so New Jersey, though, I feel like it's going to be really good this season. Mm-hmm. Episode two was good. Episode three is going to be good because I didn't realize Teresa was going to – I the, like, cheating rumors with Melissa is really early in the season. Oh, wow. Dang. Like, next episode. I think all bets are off right now with Teresa. Yeah. And I also really appreciate the fact that all the Jersey moms are real housewives. Yeah. They're, like, real yeah. – authentic traditional yeah housewives which I, and feel I do like- love that I love all of their like I love Dolores Better. and Frank's whole thing even though it's Dolores' so boyfriend sucks but Thank I did you. like his scenes this week with Frank I liked those a lot I know I love Jennifer's scene right? family what Frank Jr. right uh, yeah, but Frank Frank Jr. is staying at her boyfriend's house. But, like, I love her relationship with Frankie Sr. Frank oh, Sr. yeah. And he was, um, this, the episode from last night, they went to the gun range together. Frank oh. Sr. and Dolores' boyfriend, and it was a good scene. Oh. I love Jennifer's family scenes. Oh her one daughter is hilarious. I feel like in the car, Jennifer tells her what crazy questions to ask her grandma. 
Mm-hmm. Last season, I- it was like asking about the brother being gay. Yes. And then this episode, it was like, why don't you call the baby by his first name? Oh, because the first name's your grandfather's name, and I hate him right now. You know what's really interesting is that I think that um, Jin's kids because of their their father right like and jen too she's very opinionated i think yeah. that they're naturally that inquisitive as kids they're great and they have everything right so they're smart they're up on they they are current yeah the mom is very interesting because she's old country yeah. and under, understanding the dynamics of an arranged marriage on the tail end of what it seems like their marriage they're never going to get a divorce right because they're right. already too damn old but like, I think that that's a very interesting look, especially for the Jersey housewives, because so many of them are still married. You know what I mean? Yeah. To their husbands, like to be able to think about what their marriage is going to look like 50 years down the line as yeah. some of them are approaching like 20 years, I think is like super cool. Yeah. yeah I think it's an interesting storyline, that whole, a whole thing. All the husbands are great. I mean, the husbands I together, they're so good. They yeah. should have their own spinoff. That's yeah. not yes. the husbands go away for an episode. Let's make it an episode, okay? I already Jersey tweeted boys. I already <laughs> tweeted Andy about this. We're gonna call it Jersey Boys. Yes. They're gonna take a trip. I think it would be great. Like you said, the way that Frank Sr. spoke to the boyfriend, like oh, you're great. a plastic surgeon, you're a shitty boyfriend. Yeah. I was thinking, like, damn, that's like something I would say to my best friend. Like me and Wait, what did he say? Yeah, said, you're a great doctor, you're a great surgeon, but you're a shitty boyfriend. Oh, and he took it like a man. And he, I could tell that he was really thinking about yeah. being said to him and had to really kind of, I don't know, it would be really cool to see the guys get together like that. The only problem I have is that Joe Gorga is going to just use every single screen time and emotional moment to bang his tape, like Bang yeah. his on a table. He's like his sister, but worse. He's definitely a fame whore. He's just like his sister. All the, yeah. All right. the attention. All He loves to get riled up. He does the most. And sometimes he should just do the, le- the least, you know? Do the least. Yeah. Anyway, loving Jersey this season. It's yeah. good so far. I'm ready. Let's talk about Salt Lake City reunion. Oh, yes. Let's. Let's. Um, I'm so first off, I'm just sad it's over. Like I am too. In general, but also the reunion. I feel like I could have watched like four more episodes of them talking. They could have given us definitely one more episode. I felt like the the final episode with the with the men was good, but it was still cut a little short. We could have gotten deeper into that. Yeah. I also um. I don't really love Lisa. Uh, Lisa? Yeah. Barlow? Yeah, the one with the hands. With her. Mita tequila, Mita tequila, Tita tequila, Tila tequila, Tila tequila. Yeah. I don't really love her. Like, I don't know. I feel like I just, I don't know. She was rubbing me like the wrong way. And I think I really like Heather. And I think what annoys me is how like because they have this whole argument I feel like they continue to always argue about like Mormonism and like how because like Lisa like did not grow up as a Mormon she was married and she like converted right and so I feel like she the way she talks about it is almost as if she grew up in it and it's like 
how do you, how can you compare like the religion that you just got, like five, however many years they're married to somebody who was like born and raised in it and like maybe saw a different side. And I feel like that's always Heather's fight with her is that there's that comparison and it's like, yeah, you might love it because you became a Mormon in like, you know, 2010 or whenever they got married. I don't know how old. They're like 13 years married. And so I think like, I partially agree with what you said, but I also think it's the, it's the difference of the fact that Heather is generational Mormon. There's a legacy and a name and a title that she feels very um, beholden to. Whereas Lisa Barlow is beholden to nobody. Even her husband is not in charge in that marriage. Yeah. for her being married and being married to a Mormon is like having a collection of Chanel bags in her closet. Yeah. Well, and with Lisa too, she's admitted that like, they don't follow all of the rules very strictly. They drink, they do things that they're not supposed to do. So she's clearly, yeah, she's a Mormon and she's striving for perfection, but she's not living every single like Mormon belief and culture in her daily life every single day. Well, LDS, because that's what, how she always... LDS, LDS. Um, so I, all season, really did not like Lisa. I liked Lisa more during the reunion. Oh. And then I love Heather from the season. I didn't love Heather in the reunion. Same. Yeah. I, I kind of felt like she was, like... I don't know. I just felt like she... Maybe she knew she's the fan favorite. She and did. She, I just felt like she went, like... I don't know how to describe it. There's just something in the arena where I was like, Heather, this is not the same Heather I loved all season. She went in, as Bethany Frankel would say, guns blazing because she was feeling herself a little bit. She, I think the thing that we liked about her was that she kept it real. She was very effervescent in the sense that she knew herself. She was okay with being insecure and kind of like sharing that with the viewer. But then when she finally got the acceptance from the viewers for her insecurities, instead of just like being okay with that, like a Stephanie Molman where she's like, I've talked about my depression and I'm just trying to do the best I can, but overall I'm generally positive and happy and trying to always do the right thing. She felt like she had a big enough following that she could kind of crucify everybody on the stand. You know what I'm saying? And like, Yes, her points were very valid during the reunion, but she also needed to just like tone it down. Just yes, to dial it back a little. There was that beautiful yeah. moment when all of the husbands were out. And um, I think that Andy was asking Lisa, Lisa was tearing up at the mention of Meredith talking about her relationship and what oh. her dad had been going through. And Andy was just kind of like, you know, Lisa, why does that, you know, why does that hurt you? And she's like, well, because I love them together. I love them as a couple. I read that as like, this is someone like, this would be like me and, and Carlin and Matt. Like I'm watching my best, you know, two of my best friends going through something that's really hard. And I know what things look like when they're together. Like I took it from that and it yeah. made the more personable, yeah. but then Heather, who's the only one up there with no man took it. She was so insecure that she used it as a way to lash out on the next person that I think she feels like she could compete with success wise and she took it she took it into because that's where she started saying like the insecurity like like the divorce thing and like you you know I was talking about my divorce and you were which yes earlier on she they earlier on they were talking about how 
like divorce is not and I, and again it's that contradictory of like Justin and like and Whitney their situation obviously was unique but they also grew up in it and so for them that was just like they felt the same way that divorce was not an option and they got got shunned for it and so Heather relates to them but then you know Lisa was kind of saying, well, everybody I know is divorced and his, like he was divorced. And, and I just think it's one of those things where you're not on the same page of like apples to apples, right? It's like apples and oranges. Yeah. Because it's real life and nobody's two stories in real life in religion and marriage relationships are hard, right? So they're not the same. Heather could accept it, but she just doesn't like, she's upset that Lisa doesn't know her. Right. Yeah, it goes exactly. back to college. That's exactly birth. what it is. I think she is hurt by whatever happened in college or yes. since in between college and the show. And I think that her version, and I heard this, I think on a podcast, so it's not my own thought, but her, like, I don't think either one of them is lying. I think that they really, they, they went to the same school or whatever. They knew of each other, but I think Heather's version of saying that she knows somebody is like, oh yeah, I know who that is. I know her. She knows me. Yeah. Lisa's version is like, I was your friend. We hung out. And that's why she's like, I didn't know you. She's well, saying, like, like, I didn't like know J Lo and Mariah. Right. Like, no, Carlin. Oh, it's, it's like, like us being it. like, it's like us saying, yeah, Lindsay Hubbard went to University of Florida and she watched me maybe split my jeans at a club, but I never braided her hair. I don't think I ever went to her house. But like, you know her. Yeah, we were at the same she party. Would, she would not say that she knows you, probably. Correct, and that's not going to hurt my feelings, and I'm not going to go on right. national but television. For some reason, it hurts Heather's feelings. But shout out, Lindsay Hubbard, if you're listening to this. What's up, girl? <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, girl, we love you on Summer House. Keep up the good work. <laughs> Summer House is getting so exciting, too. It's like, I'm liking, <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, here for it. I loved at the very beginning when everyone was getting dropped off by their mom, their boyfriend, whoever. Yes. All Amazon packages at the at the front door. I always for that. Always. always, but the best is Hannah being dropped off by her mom in the Honda CRV, and everyone else clearly took like like rented cars or whatever, or just have nice cars. <laughs> like summer- not that a Honda CRV is bad. I drive one, but I'm just saying. Like I was just like, this is amazing. She's also been sleeping on her couch, her mom's couch with cats. So it's like you know, <laughs> this is the mood. This is where yeah. it is. It's COVID. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Um back to Salt Lake. Yes. What um do we need to talk about Mary at all? We have to. Are you kidding? I was just about to while you were taking while you were taking that long pause breath and in the back of my head I'm I like, like Mary, Mary, we, Mary, please should we say talk Mary. about Mary or should we talk about Jen Shaw? Like there's so many things to talk. Talk about Mary first. Yeah. yeah. Mary, I'm st- have st- Hold on, wait. Let me do my impersonation of Mary real quick. <laughs> uh did you just fall asleep <laughs> i don't remember i don't know i don't i don't think so <laughs> but i have to tell you just like a good student she knew exactly what he said you recovered very quickly I did but the pause was like a little long i was like oh did she know what he said but and then she knew it and i was like wow but also what I want, why I want to talk about Mary first is because I think she's such a Christian that she sometimes doesn't, she's very good at narrating and resolving conflict, which I appreciate yes. is great for a cast member. She's like Giselle. They can have their accountability moments 
I mean, as much as Giselle can, but like they can talk things through and still keep a relationship going. But when she was a husband on the head like this, I saw that more of like, I am so tired of this conversation. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Literally, I am tired. I am. (laughs) I mean, it was a long reunion. I feel like I'm hoping. So if I'm assuming Mary comes back, they're all back. I feel like I need more. Like, I feel like she wasn't in it. So the rumor is that she was originally just a friend of. Mm. And throughout the course of the season, they promoted her to being a full time cast member but realized they didn't have that much footage, but that she was good for the show. And so that's why a lot of her scenes are by herself at her house because they were filmed like out of order and they were filmed to like play catch up. And like, that's why she wasn't on the cash trip. Like all that stuff is because originally the rumor is she was just a friend and not full time, but then they made her full time. When they realized her house situation. Her house situation on its own is more interesting than her interaction with the cast, to be quite honest. I mean, and her- how did the husband, I mean, you both sat together during your interviews and kind of like mitigated over that discussion when they were asking about how you got put together and how you got arranged. Correct. Like you just like brushed over it in a 20 second interview and then we're asking you questions. You're like, no, it wasn't in the will. Yes, he is. I'm like, what? I'm confused because I feel like there's been too many different stories told. I think I know what happened. Okay. This is like clue, but I also had to go to a Pentecostal church growing up until I could go to my own, like choose my own religion. So I know how the interworkings work. I think grandma was getting sick, right? She knew she was dying. There's a discussion about a secession plan and who was in charge. I think we need to see what Mary's mom looks like because part of me wants to say that she's somewhat pretty. And so there was a jealousy between the two, the mother and the daughter, because maybe the grandmother had such a big influence on everything because she runs the church. She runs the chicken restaurants. She runs the mortgage business. The cousin cleans the house like Big Mama was in charge of the whole operation. And I think that Mary thought, what's the best way for me to make out? on top in this situation. Maybe my mom actually genuinely is not qualified to take care of all of these responsibilities. Do I like, what's his name? Senior, big senior? Robert. 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 Oh my God, I can't believe I forgot that because it reminds me of R. Kelly in terms of the manipulation of it all. I think he thought the same thing. There's no way that anybody will allow me to date the daughter, but the granddaughter and I'm married into the situation, that's not as bad of a look. People might forget about it and they'll still put money in the collection plate. Mm-hmm. I end my episode of Clue on Mary Salt Lake City. Well, do you think that the grandmother wanted it? Like that she, before she passed away, she gave her blessing? I don't know that she verbally gave her blessing, but I do think that they discussed it. I think that they talked about it. And I think that the grandmother was probably so holy herself that it's in Jewish culture, they say it's a Shonda. It would have been a Shonda for her to be alive and agree and verbally express that. Do you know what I'm saying? That, that would be the same problem that I think Heather is having in the Mormon church is that when you do that, then you lose everything. This church could not continue to sustain itself. If she, as a pastor gave that, real blessing in that regard 
So I think that like, we believe it because it's great for TV, but I don't think that there's any way that big mama verbally like said it. I think it was discussed 100%. Do you guys think it's offensive when people like Jen Shaw call her a grandfather effer? Yes. I mean, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's still how I think of it. I I just can't get used to it, but I will. We can't get used to it. It's not normal. I mean, you can't start normalizing this like obscure behavior. Okay. So it's good that we're not okay with it. I'm just saying, I don't think it's cool for her at her own party to be talking about anybody else's business when Jen yeah, Shaw looks like she's got her own situation that's going on. I think her and her husband have a lot of fractures. He is so embarrassed by her behavior, but he's Muslim. And in his culture, divorce isn't that always an option either. I love Coach Shaw. Me too. Why? Let me rephrase that. I love the Coach Shaw that we've seen because obviously we don't know him in real life. We don't know like if that's like his real persona, but I love the Coach Shaw we've seen on the show. I'm also shocked we saw him as much as we did though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, someone I mean, who's too busy, his storyline is that his I mean, schedule keeps him away from the house, but yet he's on like every other episode. Well, yeah, but I guess when, so in the reunion, they said they, they wrapped right after, like right before the shutdown. Yeah. So, so I think that the filming would have lined up where in the beginning when we didn't see him a lot was football, football season. Yeah. And then towards the end when we saw him more football season, I think was over. So I it think was, that makes yeah. sense. Like why we saw him so much, but I was surprised he filmed that much, even just. I'm surprised he filmed at all. Yeah. I am too, because his, his college still has such a reputation and such a religious responsibility within the community but I think because he has his integrity intact, unlike his wife, he was just going on to be himself. And I don't know if psychologically, because he seems like a really smart man. And maybe he realized that this would be a great mirror for his wife that has 12 assistants that do absolutely nothing but her makeup and put her boots on for her. Like, I think that that was probably his way of being like, here's a reflection into yourself. Because yeah. let me tell you something, because we can get into Jin Shaw now, because I'm heated. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready. Her use being a woman of color as an excuse. I'm saying it as an excuse to get away with shitty behavior. She could not take accountability by saying that the the um, hypnotist made her feel less than when all she's been doing is dragging everybody through some like personal anguish and like some weird torture. Something is going on with her that she really needs to account for. So I was really confused and I don't know if maybe I like missed something. So I was confused as to how, whatever the conversation was, how it turned real left into like, she turned it. Okay. Because I was like, how? There are some things that are edited out, obviously, because let's be honest, they filmed for 15 hours. And online, their social media battle was just as lit as the season itself. 
And so I'm pretty sure some racial accusations came up, but I also think that they were fueled by Jen. I don't think they were fueled by Whitney and Heather. But even when Whitney got on the phone with the husband and she said the racist comment came up. So to me, it's like, well, what happened? I think that's social media. And I think, again, that's Jen reaching, trying to use cancel culture and the climate in and of itself. You heard her talking to her husband in the back. Who's thinking years? This is what we are fighting for. And he's looking at her like, you're the only one that was fighting at my birthday party at Topgolf. I'm I'm sorry. Not... Okay, so I when I was watching it, I also missed like how it segued to that. And then I was like, well, a lot of the things that Jen is saying, like, though I like, I can't like, make a like, judgment on it. So I'm just like, but I missed where it happened. And I was like, I needed them to put it together for me further. Because I was like, I'm, I'm so confused right now. And like, also, then she was like, so upset and I was like I missed where it got to a point where like it like yeah it's upset it's upsetting it's like an issue that's been going on but I missed where that connection was made and I just was like and I can understand I can definitely under there were pieces of it that like if it wasn't her probably making the points then I could see where you because like I guess the I, and I'm trying to remember now. I feel like the the comment was that Jen was aggressive and she was threatening to Whitney and said like I'll stab you or or something. I'll bury your body behind your house. <laughs> right. But then you also I don't know if anybody heard it, but you also heard Lisa and Lisa was like, I mean, I say I'm I'm gonna slip my wrist time. Which again, yes, a lot of people do say shit like that and nobody takes that serious, which is terrible. Like not that that's a defense. But what I'm thinking is maybe Jen, what she was trying to get at is that sometimes when black females tend to have have those like, I'll fight you, I'm gonna hit you, but like whatever, it's taken more seriously than a white girl being like, I'm gonna like, hit you over the head with a bottle. Oh, I fully got her. Like, I fully got what she was saying. However, let's be honest. She is not black. She's like Hawaiian in Chinese or something like that. Let's go all the way real. Yes. I mean, yes. She technically is a person of color, but... But she's not... I think that her actions... I think that regardless of who she was, I think that... I definitely think she used that as a crutch, knowing that she could use it because she knew she was wrong. Cause like that, the shit that she was flying off the handle for all the time was just like ridiculous. She has anger management issues, yeah. yes. point blank period. Yes. And I wish, I feel like Heather was getting so close cause Heather's the only one of all of them that has no problem still telling Jen like, yeah, that's fine. That's cool. I don't need you to teach me anything. You're wrong. Like that's what I like about Heather is how she's able to just like really be calm and also very um, succinct with her words of saying like, you are an asshole. That was wrong. It was inappropriate. Jin has an accountability problem. She cannot yeah. take accountability for anything. Correct. What she's asking for from all the other women, she doesn't give to them. Correct. Right. And that's why I loved Meredith at the end that looked at her and said, I have treated everyone with the utmost respect. Yeah. If you treated, if I did that to you, do I deserve your respect? And the fact that she was able to say no, I was like, man, you should have been an attorney, Meredith Banks, mm-hmm. Esquire, and Associates. 
I did so like I like with a lot of the women on Salt Lake I feel like I went up and down with Jen during the season there were times where I like really loved her and then times where I was like no and like times where I was like you she came in for the tv like with all the assistance yes. all of the glam yeah. like it was too much for the show yeah. like let's let's build on it let's like meet you first like why do, I don't I don't know anyone who needs 12 assistants like yeah I don't even think people like Oprah need 12 assistants so like not I even, don't think you do not even <laughs> Sonia Morgan has 12 assistants right. okay <laughs> Um, but so like then, but then there were times where I was like, Jen Shaw is so fun and she's so like, and her storyline with her husband, like I find all that really interesting and like, and then the reunion, I was up and down with her again, where it was like, at times I was like really feeling for her. And then at other times I was just like, no, but at the end of the day, I like, I think I like all of the whole cast. I did. Yeah. I mean, just weird for me. Yeah. It's a strong cast. It Honestly, is a strong cast. I have to say that I thought that Dallas also brought a very strong cast in its first season. But these women in Salt, yeah. Lake, Salt Lake are very unique in the sense that they all have their own dominance in some way in mm-hmm. their personal life. And I do think because they have younger kids, I think on average, their kids are very young too, much like Dallas, but like they've got younger kids. And so- um, the relationship with them is different. And also the relationship with the women is different because of the religion. Yeah. Like that Mormon aspect of it is really interesting. Yeah. I think that they definitely put LDS on the map. Um, I have friends that have been excommunicated from church of Latter-day Saints because they came out as being gay and, um, to see what it's like when the religion turns its back on yeah. people. Like, I just think it's so interesting. It's unfortunate, but it really makes for great TV to, the way that you see each spectrum of Mormonism. And then you add Mary to the mix. It's like, how did you have a Southern plantation named restaurant in Salt Lake City, Utah? Like, Wait, we completely forgot about the part where Mary said her husband was not black. Oh, I didn't forget about it. I did not forget about it. I did not forget I'm about like, it. Like, <laughs> what? And, and again, I feel like she was trying to dig herself out of a hole. And it's like, at the end of the day, you know exactly what, what you said and what you meant to say, but you don't want to admit the fact that you said that you get sketched out when you see black guys hanging outside of 7-Eleven. Yeah. It's like, you could see her like realizing I did say this. I'm not going to admit, like you could see it like. She wasn't going to say it. She was yeah. going to backtrack as much as she could. And her backtrack was like, I'm attra- I'm not just not attracted. I don't even know what she said. I was like. I'm not attracted to black men. But then here's my other thing. And he was like, yeah. if your husband. Robert Sr., why are you even thinking about being attracted to men one way or the other? It was my first thought. It's like, how are you even? It's too. It came too quick off of her mouth, which made me think that like, she talks to the person that cleans her house about all the people she's attracted to. Cause she went straight there. Nobody said like, who are you attracted to? She just had to, to give out that information of 
I don't like the black man that looks at me at 7-Eleven because I like the white man that works behind the counter. I don't know. It was just right. like really bizarre. It was very bizarre. It was very bizarre. Andy was like, the fuck? Again, <laughs> yeah, I wish Andy had brought it up when her husband came out. Oh, yes. Yeah. How do we know that he didn't? It just did not get edit like I'm it didn't get off Robert senior probably would have shut that shit down real well, quick and been like well, did you did you hear how Mary was talking to him you need to pay attention we already made up be nice you're you're in a little grumpy grouchy mood and then I'm thinking to myself like are you wearing a diaper on the other side of this zoom video that we can't see because she's totally talking to you like you are a seven-year-old their whole dynamic is so fascinating to me which is why like i love mary on the show because then like in part one of the reunion too isn't that when she like started crying saying she loves him because he gave her all her chanel bags that was the most ridiculous thing <laughs> ever my chanel bags Robert Senior gave like, me no Chanel. Very, very just so hard, but he gave me all my Chanel bags. Like, I was confused about that too. That made me want her and Erica Jane to have tea together because that would be interesting. Oh, wow. Could you imagine that tea? That would be good tea. It would be piping hot. First off, the outfits we'd get alone. I mean, Mary's outfits were not good. No, but I'm just saying they were something. The green loofah dress. They were designer, as she said, they were off the runway. Not everyone can wear this. <laughs> Actually, I would like for Giselle to go through Mary's closet because I think it would really help Giselle. Oh, gosh. Giselle. Let me tell you, Giselle was ripping Mary on chat room after that first part of the reunion when she said she that. She was. Oh, she was angry. She was angry oh, because she she did pull again Jewish words. She pulled a Shonda on on the Pentecostal church that Jamal works proudly for. I think that's really what it is. Yeah, it's probably one of those like um the, like inner church battles where like they used to see each other at church conferences and like do like hey girl oh hey and they not like don't really like each other. <laughs> yeah, that's actually I never even thought about that. Um. Okay, is it time to talk about Bolo? Please. Yeah. That was ridiculous. <laughs> um, okay. So on this week's episode of Atlanta, which was super sized in more ways than one. I was sweating. I like, first off, I made Mike watch it with me because I wanted <laughs> to watch it live. And like, well, we watched it a little tape late, so we wouldn't have commercials, but he wasn't ready to go in the room and I didn't want to go in the room. So I was like, well, you're going to watch this with me then. And so he's like, okay, what is it? I was like, Real Housewives of Atlanta. And all he knows about Housewives of Atlanta is Nene. <laughs> and then oh, he yeah. starts he always me. Close your legs to married men. Um, <laughs> that's his favorite quote. And so then he watched it with me and he was like, this is ridiculous. And I was like, it's amazing. It's no, so what you should have said was no, ridiculous was on the first season, first or second season. This oh is something oh, yes. I've never seen before. They, first of all, Atlanta doesn't break the third wall often. So I thought that was cool. But also letting their inner freak a leak be exposed just based on lingerie alone. Like I'm not even talking about what happened when the, the production crew went away. Cause that yeah. was some shit that was just like summer house gold. Yeah. yeah. But like Kenya in the red fishnet rolling herself on the carpet. All of that. Barlow's <laughs> so fake. Oh, Howie, my boyfriend was watching this with me also. And he goes, this is a lot of beautiful asses. Like these are just 
they are they are very secure with themselves, huh? And I was they like, are so secure with themselves. And like I was watching it and I was like, if I was at a bachelorette party and the host was like, here you go, I got you this outfit, we're all gonna put them on, I would have been like, cute. No. <laughs> so I was like, kudos to them. Like, I mean, that was amazing that they were all comfortable doing that and like I mean, it was, it and was they were going to be on television too. Right. That's, that's like, the other, that's let's not thing. even, that's me out of one that's not being yeah. filmed. Cause yeah. I would do it if like, it's just us, but like they're they not up to do that on TV. Yeah. I'm all sitting over here quiet. I'm like, I love a costume, but doing it on camera <laughs> with $4,000 in ones and someone whose penis is the size of somebody's like ankle to kneecap that putting that much of myself on television, poor Tanya, man, she is probably like hating, like the past month has probably been very stressful for her. Yeah. And then Cynthia, when they gave Cynthia the vibrator, oh my God, Candy shoved it down her pants. I was like, holy shit. Like I almost thought that was like more like, um, scandalous than the whole bolo stuff. Cause I'm like, not all of, all of TV knows I have a vibrator in my panties and someone else is controlling it. Which is amazing. I feel like I would, I kind of want, would want to go to one of Candy's dungeon shows. I heard they were like so good. Yeah. I I'd mean, be afraid I'd get raped. Oh, Jesus. Well, I mean, you just go with people you trust. I feel like you can't go alone. No, but I hear, did you see Portia? She's like, one of you are eating me out tonight. It's like, oh, yeah, well. (laughs) Portia was ready to party and I was really glad that she was ready to party. Well, she's been doing so much justice and peace. Like she needed a little stanky break. I think it was exciting for her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so this is the thing that I have a question about is like, how, why were they still mic'd? So I don't think they were. The mics were from like the cameras around the house. Correct. They weren't. All those cameras in every corner of the house still pick up sound. They still mic the house. So they, so that's why like some things you heard, some things you didn't hear. There were like partial sentences that you could hear, but, um, okay. So Kenya, I think that she's so messy at the same time live for her detective skills that Jane, like that's the thing okay yes it was shit who cares like who cares but you're filming a tv show and now i really want to know who it was like it doesn't matter i'm not like i don't i'm not no i don't want to know for any judging i just want to know but i will say i appreciate candy in the sense where she's like we let loose it's like, it stays in the dungeon, you know? And I yes. think that the thing that they are pissed about is that like, it's one thing to like reminisce about the night, which they were, they were, but it's another thing to be like, well, I heard and somebody fucked the stripper and I bet it was you. And, you know, so I feel like it was like, you're Agreed. trying to get the information out where it's like, let's just have a, like, 
let it organically maybe come out or maybe it won't. But you knew Kenny was doing that just because she knew. Yeah, I mean, but I also, but I like, like, I still like that she did it. <laughs> I No, I love that she did it. But I think what's frustrating is the fact that she was a terrible hostess the entire trip. Yes. She to go be with her baby. She missed out on all of the fun and she's just jealous that she missed out on the fun. So she, it's easier for her to create and control the narrative. Yes. Um, who do you think did it? I think it was Tanya. I definitely Tanya and Portia. Yeah. Tanya and Portia. Yeah, that's what I think. I think so. I do too. And not Tanya. No, Toya. Toya, no. Oh yeah, sorry. I think Toya and Portia were like making out and stuff, but mm-hmm. I think the actual threesome with Bolo was uh, Portia and Tanya. The reason I think that many reasons. One reason. First episode of this trip, they showed the map layout. Tanya's room was that room that in episode four they said was the empty room. Yes. Oh. Facts. But then didn't she win? She won. She won the upgraded. Once, so she got to move. Yes, but still, that was her room. Everyone, that's what everyone keeps saying. That because that did come up, and that then people were like, "But remember, she she got upgraded." But, she did, but it was still her room. Right. Yes. And second. Um, she allegedly quits the show. Oh. And is not really on much of the rest of the season. Well, she was always a guest. She was a like friend a of. Right? She but she stopped showing up at some point because she's trying to save her relationship with her fiance, allegedly. Hmm. Yeah, it's too late. So. It's too late. And I think that Portia was, that's, I mean, we kind of heard Portia admit to really defending tanya and you heard that when they were discussing it before dinner tanya instantly said like oh so you're trying to say that portia and i that we did this like they Mm -hmm. knew that the two of them were the suspects yeah um that kenya was already like targeting and everyone else had their like legitimate i stayed i hung out i went to bed i went back upstairs i was on instagram ig live at like 6 a.m Oh my God. That was such oh, that's a, right. That's that right. was great. A great like alibi. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I life. Um, so yeah, I definitely think it was them, which good for them. I mean, yeah. I mean, I also loved how Drew was like, yeah, I mean, I, all I know is that my face was, I was face down on the coffee table. I was real free. I hope I like that well. Cause he is, not great and yeah. <laughs> I liked when she said I still don't know where he went in Tampa okay oh yes she well, said, that's watch what happens live too yeah. she's like I mean he was in Tampa yeah so like when we talked about it I was like so what were you doing in Tampa okay right at least what I was doing was on camera thanks yeah, yeah. you know he was at mom's Venus or somewhere wait <laughs> did we missed over the pa- the fact that he films drew yeah oh, yeah like, uh, I mean, that's weird. Dirty John control freak. Also, I would be furious. Pissed. If Mike moved while I was out of town. Yes. I'm sorry. You closed on a house? Correct. Like, furious. You pack up all my shit and move without me? No. I would have left, I think. You're fighting. I gone home. I think I would have been no. so pissed I would have gone home to be like, how the fuck dare you? This yeah. is supposed to be something that we're doing together. And I can tell he's a little shady. He's what? Joe Judice. 
Um, this is not how this is not Housewives of Atlanta, but it is Drew Sedora related. I saw today that they're bringing back the game. Do you think she's going to get cast? Are they really? No, she won't. But are they really? Mm-hmm. Why? What do you mean? Why? Why not? That's all they do now is bring back shows that yeah, I mean, great when they first were on. I, I did love that show though. Did you? Because oh. I don't remember. Was it BET? I it started on um CW what who whatever it was at the time UPN CW you know all it changed originally on UPN we are we we did a a deep dive one day yeah it was on UPN for like maybe three seasons I believe and then it got canceled and then BET picked it up and then BET like it's that shit soared for like eight seasons that was their anchor show for a long time yeah yeah it's gonna be on Paramount Plus oh yeah but i wonder if they just do i mean really that show can be revived in a different sense right like you don't need all the old like all it was is about like football players that's what i was thinking so like it'll be a new version of it yeah like don't bring derwin and melanie back because melanie left after like i think four seasons this is so inside the woods i have no idea i know oh my gosh you well See, this is the problem. Sometimes I feel like going back and watching old shows like just doesn't, I don't know. I feel like sometimes shows like have their moment within the, that year or time frame, and it's not the same when you watch it like now, you know? I just feel like things just, there's some, some shows, some, some do. Some hold up and some don't, but you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, oh, wait, here we go. Finally, I was trying to find who's back for the game reboot. Oh, there's people coming back. Well, it didn't say who's not working, all of them, besides uh, Tia. Right, all of them haven't worked in, well, they probably have done some things, but nothing major. Um, This has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but, like, Kelly Rowland is in all of your Fabletics gear after having her baby. And she looks skinnier than I've ever seen in my life. I hate her. <laughs> Some people yeah. just it snap back real quickly. No. She's got a snap back body like none other. She has a snap back body before. Is great. Um, there's no, they don't know anything about casting. This article was like okay. a total cock tease. <laughs> a total cock um, also, did you guys know that last night they did a special preview episode of Andy Cohen's new e-show? And that's the show that, you know how everyone was talking about the real world season one cast sitting down for an interview? Uh-huh. Is it with Andy, Andy Cohen did the interview. It's for his new show. And they aired it last night. That's on what? On E. <gasps> so the actual show doesn't start until... So March 25th, but they did like a sneak peek last night of the first episode. Which oh my God, I have to find it. I'm watching it tonight. The show is called For Real, the story of reality TV. Oh. And so then this episode focused all on season one of The Real World. And then um, the other things that he's talking about, he does an interview with the Kardashian Jenner family. He's going to do one with. A, bun- a bunch of housewives like Candy, um, Caroline, Kyle, Lisa, Luann, 
one with Rachel Zoe, Ramona Singer, Teresa Judice. You should get like somebody from like all the early reality TV shows. I think that's the concept of it. But also while we're talking about this, two things that we should mention. One, this is totally what E is trying to do now that their biggest anchor keeping up with the Kardashians is ending and coming to a close. And also don't think for one second that they didn't use some of the production team and some of the people that worked on keeping up for Vanderpump's new show served, overserved with Lisa Vanderpump. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Overserved. That's right. Womp womp. Oh, there's going to be one with um, Candy Burris, Vivica A. Fox, mm. producers Holly Carter and Mona Scott Young celebrating Black women in reality TV. Even though Mona Scott, I feel like she needs to. It's a seven part series that he's doing on E. That's why wives and hip hop love and hip hop. I kind of want to be like, girl, you know, they have a love and hip hop, like family reunion they're doing with all of the, which I'm like, I kind of want to watch it. (laughs) Of course. Listen, she did the right thing by leaning into what data showed was going to give her good ratings. Basketball Wives was good. Straight up was going to talk shit about that show and then was like, I want to watch it. Of course. It's like the Jersey show. It's Jersey Shore. It's a show like those kind of shows need. Only there would be no Cardi B. Yeah. Well, only because I feel like they added people that I actually like know. Like before, like the New York one, I didn't know. I mean, like. Oh, I love New York. But the the Miami one and then like Trina was on it. I'm like, what? The New York one was really, really good. And then Atlanta had um I think Bow Wow and even um, the LA one, Hollywood. Oh yeah, the Holly oh geez. it had Mario on it. Yeah. Or not Mario. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's it had a bunch of people. Some people from uh what's it called? Uh what's the other ones? The boy band. Yeah, B2K. B2K. Yeah, I'm like, what? So that stuff is kind of interesting. But anyway, um, what was I going to say? Shoot. I feel like it was something about... Um, Reality TV, Mona Scott Young. Well, the world. So I watched like the first five episodes because, you know, they were on YouTube. Mm-hmm. The first season again. And I was like, holy shit. It's crazy when you go back and watch it. It's so wild. And just like how different, like, I I would be interesting to see. Oh, also, you know, what's on Netflix is The Challenge. Yep. And I don't know which one they start. I don't care what season it is, but it's like Inferno 2, which they have like, they have like 30 of them. Um, but Karamo is on it. And it's so weird seeing Karamo. Like, I obviously I remember him from Philadelphia, but like just seeing Karamo in that space and being so young and like everybody, like The Miz, like everyone's so young and just like the quality of it and like the cheesiness of how like the late 90s like television was and like the bad music was really funny. That was the beginning of pop culture as we know it now, to be honest. And I'm giving props to us millennials because that was the tool book for everything that exists right now. Your TikToks, your Snapchats, your Instagram, like 
All of it started because of this is a story of seven strangers picked to live in a house. Like yep. real world is everything. You know, remember yep. that production company? Like, I think one of those, one of them died. Yeah. yeah the woman died. Murray, oh right? Yeah. yeah. That's the show. That's the uh, company that's producing Andy's show. Yeah, they Andy's worked with them for a long time, also yeah. because of CBS that that affiliation too. But like that show opened the door for all everything yes. else. When people talk about Survivor being like the first reality show, I want to smack people in the face. Yeah, the like, first reality show in the real world, and like, yes, I'm sorry, but all of TV can thank them. They really can. They really can. That show was groundbreaking. And when you go back and watch it, yeah, it's crazy because it's like grainy and it's on a square and it's shot terribly, but all that shit still applies that they were talking about and going through. Like yeah, the first episode, like they were talking about race. They talk about a whole bunch of things that you're they like- talk about a race in that show more than on most. Yeah. yeah. Because they forced them. And that was, I think in the beginning, that was the whole point of it was to force in a house that would normally never come together. And then I think it got too gimmicky and too yeah. like, you know, like it wasn't, it didn't have that feel. I don't know what, at what point it got there. Like, I, yeah, I think it got there when they went back to Las Vegas. Yes. And they had the one guy who turned oh. out to be a gay porn star. Yes. And it was so salacious that then after that, they just started looking for people who were like, yes, the most out there. Like, and then also that was when like people started to get like fame for being on reality shows. And then I think that's when people just were like started flocking to those kinds of opportunities. And, and it became less about like the initial experiment yeah. and more about like, okay, let's put these people together who will. Yeah do the most yeah yeah narcissism narcissism took over reality tv because it was more authentic when those characters didn't have such an inflated sense of self and then once they realized that that was the formula to get famous they themselves even burnt out a little bit you know like the miz is a wrestler now let's just put this in perspective which but the thing is that here's the thing that i appreciate appreciate about the miz is he knew from jump that that's what he wanted to do so his whole i mean power to him the fact that he got on the show used the show to try like to send him like platform then got on another reality show for like being a wrestler and then won and then became and like he's like a super famous wrestler now but i think i think that that is the problem with every like every reality show in the beginning like look at the bachelor like in the beginning that show is so like organically pure in the sense of like you're trying to find love and then you be you create this monster of like and then social media started and so then you create this thing of where people just want to be on the show because then they want to be the bachelor the bachelorette and then they want to be famous and they want to you know so then it loses that authenticity that like now we have the issue of uh, Matt James you know being so pure and like his season technically was boring and like you know it's just because he's not in that they had to bring in like fake sh- people to stir up shit because it was just like he really wanted to find love yeah so um so I just because I saw a headline earlier but I didn't read it it was about the challenge so since you brought up the challenge being on Netflix I went back to find it 
So they're doing, so I'm going to have to get Paramount Plus. Oh. Because um, they announced that they're doing the challenge All-Stars. Not only that, they're doing a new season of Road Rules. I loved Road Rules. So did I. That is legit, like, the old format of the show where they just put, like, seven people in an RV. And a Winnebago. Yep. Winnebago. Also, that's going to be on Paramount Plus is RuPaul Drag Race All-Stars. Yes. Um, And then VH1's Behind the Music, MTV's Unplugged, Yo! MTV Wrapped. What? They're rebooting all of these? Oh my God, Behind the Music. Yeah, then they also did, on top of what Andy Cohen filmed with the real world people, they're also doing the real world Homecoming New York. Oh. Yeah. And the challenge all stars has like it's not just the people that have stayed doing it. It's like people that they found like it's like Trishel, Big Easy, oh. Ruthie, oh, oh Beth, Ruthie, oh my God, Iris. How come Rachel isn't doing it, Carlin? You think? I don't know. I feel like because I feel like Rachel did a lot though. Like she early, did. early on, she probably doesn't need the check. I mean, she might. I mean, you always need the check, right? Yeah. more than Barry's boot camp right oh that's right because that's who she works for yeah yeah anyway I'm excited about those shows I'm gonna have to get Paramount Plus oh I can't get another freaking like I know soon it's gonna be more expensive than when I had cable it yeah. already is it is but is it's worth it though isn't it like I don't know I can't watch all of it at the same time to say oh, that it's geez. true I I need to add on some more streaming services because I think we've watched everything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Stephanie, you know what show? D- d- you need to start Good Girls. Oh, yes. It's been on my Netflix. It's Netflix has been suggesting it. It's a show yeah. Mike will like because this is what I'm struggling right now is that I have a list of shows that I want to watch that oh. like he won't. We're struggling for shows to watch together. Okay, so... I think he probably would. I mean, I think it's funny. That's yeah. the thing. Right now we're like at like night. We've watched everything that like he had an interest of watching that I had an interest of watching, like our overlap list. So we like struggle. And there's like two things that we've been saving. One, I don't want to watch at night because I already can't sleep. So I don't want to watch Cecil Hotel at night. Oh, God. <laughs> I still have to watch that in the Night Stalker. The Night Stalker was so fucking scary. I told Mike I did not want to watch it at night, and I did, and I didn't sleep for days. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. Okay, wait. We need um, two things because um, Sunia's gonna have to go soon. But I have to go too. But yeah. So one, Sunia, you had something that we needed to do on air, and okay. then. Oh, yeah. Well, the irony of it is, so my friend Mikey, who lives in St. Louis, wanted us in honor of the news that we were that they are doing um, almost like an all stars of the housewives. He wanted us to put together oh, our own. So We've already done so. So that's kind of amazing. That's and I hilarious. To listen. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, well, I'm glad we did it. Me too. Um, That's awesome. Oh, Winter House. Oh, yeah. They're gonna. They're filming Winter House in the next couple of weeks. They are filming it, and so it's confirmed that it's all it's Summer House people, and then it's Summer House and Southern Charm. But 
but um, not so, but the boys, just the it's boys. Austin and Craig. Oh, okay. And then it's um no Shep. So basically only the people who are single. Well, Craig's not single, which is the only thing. So the thing about the cast is that let me see if I can find it really fast. Like too many of them are in relationships. I want more of them. I wanted more of them to be single. Yeah, I know, because I feel like more of them would would have been good, but um it is because I know Amanda and Kyle are on the list. Oh, and Paige, because she have a boyfriend. And then Luke and Sierra and Lindsay. Yeah. So it's Austin and Craig, and then Kyle, Amanda, Paige, Lindsay, and Sierra, and Luke. That's going to be a really good show. I'm very curious. I'm very, I'm excited about it. I just wish that like everyone going was single. I think it'd be like a little more like crazy than if it was like that. Yeah, I totally agree. But anyway. Anyway. Bravo is the gift that keeps on giving. I mean, keeps on giving. I mean, they have, here's my thing is that like, in a year like this, let's get creative. You got to get creative and create new things and new shows with people that you already have your contracts with, right? Yeah. Well, I'm curious if like the buzz of Winter House pushed this Housewives thing or how long this Housewives thing has been in the works or like what all like made them do all of these things. Cause like, these are things people have wanted. And so I feel like listening, I feel like the housewives thing has definitely been in the works for quite some oh, time. They had that cryptic tweet in the summer. It's just oh, the fact that yes. the pandemic and the production schedule is really thrown off. So it threw off the idea of when they would shoot it because remember they're still planning yeah. for tweets. Yeah. So they're very particular about what they film when and for what season. So I think it was always, gonna be in the mix it just the pandemic kind of like derailed the process a little yeah anyway it's all good stuff yes okay Steph you said you had a game oh I do have a game I'll be quick okay so on one of the Bravo fan accounts that we follow hold on I can tell you guys because I don't want to not give them credit oh yeah you got to give people their credit because we want our credit I want my right. For Bravo, they did this thing yesterday where they were posting like quotes and you had to pick which one was more iconic. Oh, I played that game and I screenshotted some. So this is good. Well, so I didn't take all theirs. Some of them may overlap with theirs. I made my own, but I got the idea from them. Even better. Okay. So I'm going to give you two quotes and you have to tell me which one you would keep. Which one's more iconic. Okay. First up we have, you're such a fucking liar, Camille verse Teresa saying to Danielle stop is bitch better you're such a fucking liar Camille yeah I agree um okay and then next up we have Ramona Singer to Aviva Drescher take a Xanax calm down and then also from Real Housewives of New York we have Bethany Frankel to Kelly Ben Simone go to sleep go to sleep Ooh. I say go to sleep. That was a good, that, I mean. See, now that I'm thinking about it in reflection for all that it's worth, especially for Aviva, take a Xanax, <laughs> calm down, was pretty iconic, I have to say. Okay, next up, we have Sheree saying, who gonna check me, boo? 
Verse Countess Luann saying, don't be all like uncool. Who gonna check me, boo? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, next up, Caroline Manzel. Let me tell you something about my family. We're as thick as thieves and we protect each other till the end. Or Vicki Gumbelson, when do you send a little family van for six Oh, yikes. That one's hard. I'm just going to call out the irony of the fact that Caroline Manzo talking about her family being thick of thickest thieves and then them ending up actually all being in like a deep mafia feud is kind of ironic. (laughs) Yeah. I will say that I feel like that I enjoyed that moment though. I think that it's like the Vicky one is great when you see Vicky doing it. Yeah, but I feel like people like I walk like I'll say, let me tell you something about my family, and I'm referencing the Caroline one more. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next up, both of these are Nene leaks. So, oh. close your legs to married men, or buy wig. Ooh, buy wig. Yeah. Okay. Next up is I'm gone with the wind. Fabulous, Kenya Moore, or I'm fucking Denise Richards, Kyle by Denise Richards. You totally ruined that. (laughs) I'm fucking Denise Richards. That should be the title of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? I'm fucking Denise Richards. Um, Isn't it I'm Denise fucking Richards? It no. is. That's why I'm yeah. like, copy this from a website. So the website had it wrong. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. She said, I'm Denise fucking Richards, right? Oh, yeah. This is then I copied it from E online. So they had it wrong. Oh, oopsies. Um, okay. And then the last one is Luann. Well, even Louis Vuitton makes mistakes <laughs> about Alex McCord's shoes. Yes. Versus Dorinda. I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. Yes. Yes. All day, every day. That will always win. (sighs) Housewives just give good lines. Such good lines. Yeah. Except for I am fucking Denise Richards, Kyle. That one is (laughs) wrong. (laughs) But it was amazing. It lasted. Oh man. All right. Well, that was great. Snia, thank you. As always, you you bring it. I can't wait for our next chat. There's so much more housewives for us to get into for the I next. Know. Maybe maybe mid mid seasons will uh mid season jersey or We'll we'll uh, have to do another like deep dive of all of this. I'll have to do a check in. Oh yeah, next month we're going to do a touch base, hundred percent. Sure. Um. All right. So we are going to remind everybody to um, like and subscribe, and tell your friends, and follow us on Instagram. And we will see you next week for more champs and more gossip. Bye. Bye.